News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. First, violence and antisocial behaviour continue to make headlines over the weekend, and several foreign embassies have followed the US Embassy in giving warning to visitors to our capital city. Lucy Masterson is the CEO of the Irish Youth Foundation. Lucy, has this been brewing for some time and how much of it is down to the pandemic? Good morning, Jonathan. Um, yes, it, it has been brewing for some time. Uh, I mean, uh, if you look back to just before the pandemic and three consecutive lockdowns for children and young people who were living in disadvantaged circumstances in Ireland, life was already challenging. Um But through those gruelling lockdowns, all of their safe spaces were removed. Education, which is the primary, you know, caregiver um, for for, for many of these children living in these circumstances, that came to a halt. Um, And all of the safe spaces that they were able to go to after school, for example, youth services and youth clubs, they all had to shut their doors. So so at the time, um, we undertook research um, and we researched with young people themselves um, and And we also researched with 350 youth workers who have an overall responsibility for 35,000 young people across the country. And what they predicted at the time was really quite shocking because it's actually playing out in front of our eyes. Over half of them said there was going to be a steep rise in antisocial behaviour and criminality um, as we came out of lockdown. And, you know, two thirds, three quarters of them were predicting uh, long term mental health issues. They were predicting steep rises in early school leaving and increased cycles of poverty and unemployment. So really, um, sadly, what they were predicting was that the COVID-19 pandemic would be hanging on our coattails for some time to come. To be fair, Lucy, we're not talking about every young person. There are young people who are no. continuing in the way that they would have done. But are, are we saying that there are, there's a certain cohort, particularly in our inner cities, that yeah. has been lost? And if so, how do we get them back? Yes. I mean, if you think about it, you know, and it is only a small stubborn amount that is actually tiring the entire community. And I really want to be, you know, really clear on that, because if you are a young person um, growing up in a community that is being tired like this, it's really, really difficult to just, you know, keep the head high and just keep going about your business every day. But really, I suppose if you think about it, um, you know, a strong education is a child's passport in, into into a, a thriving future. For many, many of these young people, their their development has been arrested um, um, out of uh, over the last number of years. And this is a stubborn cohort of kind of you know kids who would have been 10, 10 right up to the age of sixteen. Um, so so. So, yes, there are major issues that we are facing, but there definitely are solutions. And, you know, when you think about it, for a lot of these young people, the the one good adult in their life is their youth worker and their their youth support worker. And there's 41,000, 41,500 youth workers in this country, of which 40,000 are unpaid volunteers. So, you know, there are solutions in terms of um, supporting these young people in, in, in their education, also in supporting their mental health, and also in terms of giving them some kind of prospects for, for, for employment into the future. So, for example, immediate solutions could be funding more homework clubs and after-school support. Also, summertime, really practical. You know, for every hour that a young person is hanging around on the streets um, during the summer holidays is 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 an hour that they can be picked off by by drug by drug dealers or get you know groomed for gangs. So invest in direct.
direct intervention programs during the summer so kids can get out of the city and provide flexible funding. We've heard so much from that the government is pumping. I mean, northeast inner city, 32 million euros is pumped into into the northeast inner city. But actually, if you probe those numbers, a lot of that money is not flexible funding. So the youth workers haven't got the flexibility to be able to devise programs. So 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 there are some and also investing in safe spaces. There is no green spaces in the inner city um, that are open uh, for kids to kick a football or play. You know, a young man told me recently um, where he's involved in a in a kind of a run for fun program to, you know, increase, you know, um, fitness levels. And he said, Lucy, I can't run in the city centre because if I'm, if I'm running, I'm a 16 year old boy wearing a hoodie. He said, if I'm seen running, I'm going to get picked up by the cops because they're going to assume that I'm running away okay. from something. It, it's, <laughs> it is a very challenging situation, but one that has definitely been made worse by circumstance in the last few years. Lucy Masters and CEO of the Irish Youth Foundation. Thanks for joining us on News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.